Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Recovery Unplugged, a podcast of the Addiction Recovery Ministries here at America Keswick. My name is Jim Lang. I'm the director of the Colony of Mercy, the men's program. And uh, each week we want to just give you a glimpse into our programs and share with you some of the uh, some of the curriculum and some of the things that, that our students and, and the men in the colony are, are studying. And so this past week was, was Truth Week, and we're just talking to the, to the men of the colony about the truth of the Word of God and them encountering truth uh, while they are here. And so uh, I want to, uh, one of the most important things about uh, truth is that we need to first and foremost, uh, be honest with our with ourselves and to see ourselves accurately, to see our need accurately, to see God accurately and be able to see his ability to meet our need accurately. And so I love the story of Jacob. Uh, I always tell the men of the colony that Jacob, uh, Jacob is a colony man. If you read through the life of Jacob, uh, he just exhibits all the behavior and all the tendencies of of all the men, including myself, that, that end up at the Colony of Mercy. From birth, uh, Jacob was trying to get ahead. He's, he's born after his brother Esau, grasping the heel of his brother, trying to get ahead. Uh, and the, and the, the name Jacob actually means grabber, it means deceiver. And, and so uh, Jacob tries to get ahead in every area of his life. He, he deceives his brother Esau multiple times, one time, uh, to, to get his birthright, the other time to, to steal his blessing. Uh, he then, uh, in anger, Esau gets very angry at, at Jacob for stealing his blessing, and Jacob goes on the run. He ends up meeting up with his uncle Laban and living with his uncle Laban and, and having a family and living with him for a while, and then he deceives his, uh, his uncle Laban, and then he kind of comes to this crossroad where, where he's, he's having to go home and he's heading back uh, towards his homeland, and he's going to be having this encounter with his brother Esau, and he really doesn't know how it's going to go, and he's he's nervous about it, and he's sending he's sending gifts ahead of himself uh, to his brother to try to soften the blow of what this confrontation must look like, and and he has this encounter with the Lord, and I think this is the, the encounter that that everyone needs to have, and if you if you are a believer, you've had this encounter. It might have looked a little different. Uh, than this. So if you have your Bibles and want to open up to Genesis chapter 32, and uh, like I said, Jacob's on his way home. He's on his way to, to meet up with his brother Esau, uh, who for all he knows wants, wants to kill him for, for him deceiving him and stealing his blessing. And, and, and we see in chapter 32 here, starting with verse 24, it says, Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not defeat him, he struck Jacob's hip socket as they wrestled and dislocated his hip. Then he said to Jacob, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. Jacob, he replied. Your name will no longer be Jacob, he said. It will be Israel because you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he answered, why do you ask my name? And he blessed him there. Jacob then named the place Peniel, for I've seen the God face to face. 
He said, yet my life has been spared. The sun shone on him as he passed through Peniel, limping because of his hip. That is why still today the Israelites don't eat the thigh muscle that is at the hip socket because he struck Jacob's hip socket at the thigh muscle. And so if you're familiar with this account in the Bible, this is Jacob wrestling with God. And we all go through a season where we wrestle with God. And I, and I really, I always liken a man's stay at the colony to, to this story uh, in the life of Jacob, where he's wrestling with the Lord. And the, and the Lord is so patient and he's so, uh, you know, here, here he is, Jacob's wrestling with God. And, and uh, we all know that God could just, in an instant, just end Jacob's life. And, and here he is wrestling with him. And, and God is so patient and tender with us. Right? There's, there's no overnight success stories. And, and when you look at the life of Jacob, you see a life that was changed, not in an instant, overnight. It's, it's a life that was changed over a period of time and through a number of different circumstances and through a number of, of encounters with the Lord. And that's what's happening to the, to the men in the colony and the students at Barber's Places. They are here and they are encountering the Lord and they're wrestling with him. But I love the question that God asked Jacob. They're wrestling, they wrestled all night, and, and Jacob says, I will not let you go until you bless me. And again, he's trying to get ahead, he's trying to get blessed, and, and, and look at the question that God asks him. He says, what is your name? And God wants him to say his name, and he responds, Jacob. He responds, deceiver. He responds, liar, grabber. He's He's naming who he is. And we all need to, to get to that place of truth. We all need to get to that place uh, where we're honest before the Lord so that he can change us. And here we see Jacob. He names what he is. I am a deceiver. My whole life I've deceived others to, to get ahead. And you'll notice that God not only changes his name, but he changes his character. And, and Jacob from that day on walks with a limp, and he, and he walks in humility. And, and even we see in the heroes of the faith in, in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, we see Jacob described, and he's described as leaning on his staff. He's still having to lean uh, because of, of the hip. And, and it's a life that's shown that, that he was so needy, that he knew he was a deceiver. He knew he needed God's help. And this is where all truth begins. It, it begins with us understanding our need and understanding God's ability to meet that need. If you turn with me to John chapter 8, uh, this is anytime you talk about truth, uh, uh, people even who don't read the Bible often can probably quote uh, from this passage. And it's uh, in John chapter 8, starting in verse 30, and it says, As he, Jesus, was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You will know the truth. Now, what knowing the truth here means, is, again, doesn't mean an intellectual knowledge of the truth. And so, knowing intellectual facts about Jesus does not set me free. Knowing the person who is truth sets me free. It says here in, in verse 31, if you continue in my word, if you walk with me, if, you, if you're in relationship with me, if you are in relationship with the person who is 
truth, you will be set free. And so the first step to doing that is to understanding where we are. It's, it's by having God confront us and ask us our name and us being honest with him before him and, and saying, my name, is, my name is Jacob, my name is liar, my name is deceiver. And then entering into that, that relationship with Jesus and allowing the truth to set us free from who we once were so that God can give us a, a new name and a new character. Hope you enjoyed this short devotion and a glimpse into what we do here at the Colony of Mercy. And we hope to see you next week. Have a great day.